Hello, hello, hello. Hey guys. It's it, it, it's us. The, the 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 people, the podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Um so I I am <clears throat> we'll, we'll, we'll introduce ourselves. Hi, I'm Aiden. And I'm Tapwater. Yeah. AKA Tapwater. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Candle. Um, Sean Candle, lighter, where'd it go? Lighter. Is it in the trash can? Oh no, it's on the floor. <laughs> Sean Candle, we didn't do that last time. Oops. That's why the last one was so bad. Um, apologies for everyone who listened to our last podcast. It was strange. It was. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> um, Elliot, entertain them while I'm getting the Sean Candle. Hey guys, my name's Elliot, aka Tapwater, and Pickles. Yeah, we've got, we've got, we've got dill chip pickles on our on our menu today along with um sock cake and some sprite which caused many problems before this this podcast began i almost just lit my hair on fire <laughs> don't do that that's there's a lot to burn chunk candle lit dope all right um so new turn now elliot aiden in your opinion mm-hmm What's the best way to live life? Best way to live life? On the edge. That's wrong. Okay. I mean, it hasn't been going well so far, so I should probably change my view of things. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Anyways. Yes. What's the best way to live life? On the edge. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks. I appreciate the, uh, the honesty there. No. No? All right, everybody, talking to you now. That's you guys. Straight, straight from the heart. I want you all to remember these three fundamental ways of living life. Not ways, steps to Sex, living drug life. and rock and roll. No. Uh, this isn't the 80s. Sorry. We're not millennials. <laughs> Anyways, stop talking about her age. <laughs> All right, what do you mean? They said I look 30 today. Um, That's because of the wicked beard you're growing, man. Mm. Anyways, so three ways to live life, three steps to live life. All right, buy her pasta. Okay. Eat the cookie. All right. Make them laugh. Okay. And don't take rocks from strangers. That's that's the fourth rule. What? Why? What if it's a nice rock? There are no nice rocks. From <laughs> Your strangers. mom's not a nice rock. Okay. All right. Um. Today. I don't. Re- we didn't really know what we were going to talk about. We didn't plan this. We have so no clue. We are um, Elliot. What are, what are we going to talk about today, Mister Tapwater? Uh, Tapwater. No. Do you like it? Um. Okay. I have no let's idea. Let's talk about philosophy. Philosophy. Yes, philosophy. What kind of? Do we want to talk about like? Dude, you want to talk about space? Do you remember the three a.m. conversation we that's, had on that's, the trampoline? That's what I was thinking. Yeah. About when I about yeah. Space. That was a great conversation. Dude, we talked mm. about time travel. 
Like like literal time travel. I feel like we should give them some context with this. Should we? Or should we leave them in? No, let's give them context. Okay, so um, it was me, Tapwater, and Colby. My neighbor needed us to house sit, so we all spent the night there. We had lasagna. No, no lasagna you later. refused to let us cook lasagna. I had lasagna later. Um, Colby so, paid for it. Oh, my goodness. Um, <laughs> that was a whole mess. So... We were, was that, did least, we have steak that night too? Yes. And I ate at okay. least a pint of ice cream. So we were just chilling um, there. Like we had already eaten where it was like nine, eight or nine o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And we're just chilling and Colby was like, yo, I want some ice cream. And I was like, no, Colby, don't get, go, don't go get ice cream. You barely have money as it is. Um, so we're just hanging out and Colby's like, complaining about how he wants some ice cream so eventually he's like all right i gotta run over to my house and say goodnight to my mom um (laughs) um so while i'm there you can run to the store and you can get one container of ice cream all right um he did not specify he said you go get ice cream while i go talk to my mom i specified to colby not to you all right um and sent mr tapwater with him to hopefully keep him under (laughs) slight control it didn't happen. I did not at all. Um, I made it worse, hundred percent. Uh, so I, I'm saying goodnight to my mom, and then Colby calls me, and is like, "Aiden, we'll be back in a bit. Um, I got some steak." Oh, God. I <laughs> um, I forgot about that phone call, <laughs> and I was like, "What?" <laughs> and he's like, "I got some steak." I was like, "Oh no." Cause we weren't really allowed to like cook or anything. Like she bought us some stuff we could like put in the oven, like some frozen stuff. But like we weren't allowed to like cook, cook. I'm so bad about my phone call. Um, and my mom heard all of this, so she and she knew that we weren't allowed to cook. So I was like, "Well, frick." Um, I run back over there as quick as I can, get there about the same time as Elliot and Colby. They pull up. All right. We don't just have steak. <laughs> they had two containers. Of ice cream. Two liters. Like, two, like, two, like liter like containers. Two liter containers of ice cream. Two Mountain Dews. Oh, yeah. A, like a pack of six steaks. And a whole entire ass <laughs> frozen lasagna. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I proceed to ask them why this has happened. And this is the exact story I got from Colby or Elliot. One of the two. They got to the store. Colby, like, tried to buy a couple things. Elliot told him no. They put it back. And then, somehow or other, Elliot started talking about his girl troubles. I had a mental breakdown (laughs) in the middle of a store. Had a breakdown in the middle of our local supermarket. I was pissed. And Colby used this to his advantage to go around and just load the cart with random shit. It was not Colby. (laughs) Yeah, but still, it was me. <laughs> Colby, Colby knew that while this was happening, he could do whatever the hell he wanted to oh, get yeah. away with it. <laughs> then, when they get back, Elliot's still depresso, eats an entire container of espresso ice cream. That rhymed. Proud of me? You should be. Um, in like what four part of hours? That rhymed? Depresso and espresso. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was like, um. It's in the entire thing in like four hours. Mind you, this is like a liter of ice cream. I think it was like 
was less than four hours. Less than four hours? <laughs> it was, it was, I ate it quick. I didn't stop eating ice cream for like an hour and a half. And then Colby proceeds to complain about me not letting him cook the lasagna until I make a compromise with him that I will cook the steak for him if he goes outside. <laughs> then he goes outside, gets my golf cart, and just drives it around the neighborhood. <laughs> uh, fun fact, Doritos Locos Tacos have uh, existed longer than the Confederate Union. All right, proceed. Sorry. What the fuck? <laughs> what? Instagram is a great place. Continue, sorry. Drives around, and this is like 10, 11 o'clock at night. I have old neighbors, all right? Most neighborhoods, that'd be like Tuesday. But like, my neighbors are old, except for one group they're kind of crazy but the, the rest of them are old i'm surprised we didn't get yelled at but then he comes back in all right these steaks that he bought he bought six steaks for four and a half dollars dude it was a great deal but they were terrible steaks <laughs> they were awful steaks all right making these things they were like pancake thin less than pancake thin like depends on where you get your pancakes <laughs> really bad pancake like mcdonald's pancake thin yeah yeah, that's pretty accurate. They were terrible. And I had to try and make these taste good because I'm an over achiever, a, achiever cook. That's the word. Yeah. yeah <laughs> but then then the night went terrible, okay? Oh, yeah. We received some bad news. Um, So then we were chilling. Um, after we had eaten the terrible steaks, Elliot had finished his ice cream. <laughs> Um, yeah, I did finish before, yeah, before the news. Yeah. Uh, I needed more afterwards. Yeah, he he started eating the other leader after the news. Um, and then uh, we received news that uh, one of our uh, friends from school um, had passed away. So that was not yeah. great. Um, and somehow, don't quite know how this happened, but somehow that prompted us to go outside and lay down on the trampoline at three in the morning think about life and just talk and think about life and a bunch of random stuff like time travel like time travel and aliens and i don't know how those two things got connected but they did aiden we're three teenage boys <laughs> fair enough <laughs> we can um, talk about anything uh we talked about Area 51 for a while. Um, Colby told us that evidently Orion's belt, um, the two, the one on the right, the one in the middle are good guys, and then the one on the left are bad guys. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that was – I don't know what he was on about. Yeah. <laughs> he did not explain it well. Uh, no. Um, so that was cool. We talked about uh, matter – like physics and science and bio like we covered everything i learned more that night than i did in like an entire semester of school yeah um, uh yeah so that was philosophical but basically what i'm getting at here is we're gonna do that same thing now we're gonna try and recreate that um so let's talk about aliens aliens dude or space whatever okay first of all do you think aliens exist uh i don't think there's a way they don't like if the universe is ever expanding and we live on a Goldilocks planet, and I'm like going based off of science right now, not religion. Um, I'm not going to say if I'm like religiously affiliated or anything like that because I don't want to like get political with it. Um, so Indeed. I'm going, 
basing basing this 100% off of what scientists say, and they're smarter than me, so I just listen to them. Um, if the universe is ever expanding and we live on a Goldilocks planet, that's like one in whatever. Uh, but if it's infinitely expanding, then the possibility, like, it's got to happen again. It's just like the monkey, like the monkey on a typewriter theory. If a monkey sits there on a typewriter, infinitely hitting random letters, eventually it'll like write out the entire works of William Shakespeare, the entire like Bible, the dictionary, everything like it'll all happen eventually. So like if it's infinitely expanding, it's going to happen eventually that we find another planet with aliens on it. Right. That makes sense, right? Like, yeah, yeah. No, I, I agree. I, there's, there's no way they don't exist. I think they're probably more common than people would think. I don't think there's necessarily human-like aliens or intelligent over, aliens or intelligent but... life, but I think there's definitely life on other planets. I would, I would say that the likelihood of like us finding one is maybe slim. But for like right now, at least, at, yeah, at least right now. I mean, obviously, technology is ever expanding, also. So, like, we're always gonna, we're always going to. I really hope you guys. Well, there you go. That's Aiden chewing on a pickle. Um. Technology is also ever expanding, <laughs> and so the likelihood that we'll find find aliens will obviously increase as the human race advances. But <laughs> Jesus, Aiden, um, yeah. So I think aliens are, are are more common than people think, and I I think we'll run into at least some form of alien life. Honestly, probably before we're dead. Oh boy, I want to fight one. That'd be I don't want to fight one because if they can find us, that probably means like that they're more match? advanced than us. Bah, bah. Aiden, I'm not sure you could fight a squirrel and win. I'm going to stab you in the throat <laughs> with this pickle. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, uh, so also on the like space and travel and stuff like that. Yeah. I saw something about a guy who was like, working on like the theory of time travel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, evidently what he said was time travel is theoretically possible. Now it's just 100% up to the engineers to figure out how to make it work. Well, yeah. So like, it's like possible, but like engineers dude, step up your game. <laughs> well, so I, I, <laughs> I think it was Einstein that had the theory about like the black holes. I want to go in one. So, in theory, according to I I stick think my pee -pee Einstein, Aiden, shut up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I th I think Einstein. If you enter, if there are two black holes and they're colliding, if you enter one black hole a certain way, you can slingshot through the other black hole, and when you come out this the other black hole, you're in the past. I I don't know how much in the past, but you're in the past. And so, in theory... You go through one, and... How when you go into a black hole, you can't come out of it. No one no one really knows what happens when you enter a black hole, except for Einstein, who... Apparently does. <laughs> well, I think he's he was more talking about, like, 
So if there's two black holes, they kind of make a figure eight of like pull. And so like, I think what he's saying is if you enter the pole on one side of the figure eight. Oh, you're going like a racetrack. Yeah. And you like slingshot around. It'll make you go super fast. Like through the middle of the two. And because there's the whole, out, yeah. there's the whole thing that like the faster you're moving, the slower time is moving. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's the whole thing like if we hit light speed, that freezes time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you go over light speed somehow, which I don't quite know if that's possible at all, but if you go over light speed, that makes you go back in time. Yeah, which is what would happen if you were slingshotted by two black holes at the same time. Imagine like if that's like the theory for like thousands of years, and then like someone finally does it, and it's. Just... They don't go back in time. <laughs> Everyone's just gonna like start over. <laughs> God, that would be hilarious. I kind of mm. hope that's what happens now. All this research and funding goes towards like going faster than the speed of light. Thousands of years, people working on it, like all this stuff, and then someone like eventually does it and just nothing happens. Or someone does it and they just hit a planet. <laughs> <laughs> they go back in time but then they just crash into a planet because a planet used to be there (laughs) or they have no way of controlling it so they go back in time but they go back to like before fuel exists so they can't get back (laughs) they just have to like sit there and wait for someone to like figure out that but what if they go back to like caveman era and like they they're just gonna die they're gonna die style and to be honest honestly though like if we did, like, make that, they would, like, definitely make sure they have enough fuel. Well, like, what about going forward in time? How does that work? You that, get yeah. really slow. <laughs> yeah, you have to, like... I would say that's got something to do with, like, absolute zero with, like, the temperature. Temperature? Because temperature is technically movement. Yeah. Um. So if you, like, make something freeze, like, 100%, no movement at all, no particle, like... Here's a question for you. Like, I would say that would, like, completely... Is cryo-sleep time travel? Yes. Yes? Because the person in the sleep doesn't experience anything. Mm-hmm. I don't disagree with you. I, However, they can be killed, which is kind of not great, but, you know. <laughs> so, so in theory, the way it would work would be you'd go back in time, and then to travel to the future, you'd just... Freeze yourself. Cryo-sleep until the time you leave. Yeah, so technically, you like, you would be traveling in time, or your consciousness would be traveling in time, but, but your, your body, body wouldn't. And the cryo-like chamber you're Dude, in that's whack. wouldn't. Like, you're, that would just, like, stay. Also, like, cryo-chambers don't exist, so, like... Well, yeah, that's... How, do you think... Do also, you think that would work? Yeah. Like, in theory? Like, do you think well, if we, we could do We'd have to figure out how to get some objects down to absolute zero, um, because we haven't done that yet. Mm-hmm. We've gotten super close, but once we get some objects down to absolute zero, then we can figure out how to do it, like, basically instantly. And then after we can figure out how to do it instantly, then you can do it to a human body, and it won't have any negative effects on it from, like... Because when you, like, slowly, like, drop something yeah, in temperature, it'll, it'll kill the human. But if you instantly drop it, they'll maintain their consciousness. And, like, it's the opposite It's alive. the opposite of the frog theory. Mm, the frog theory. So when you're cooking a frog, right? You put a frog. Why the fuck would you cook a frog? <laughs> People eat frogs. Okay. When you cook a frog, you put it in cool water and heat the water up. And the frog adjusts to the temperature as it goes and doesn't jump out. But if you try and put a far- frog in boiling water, it'll just jump out and it won't die. So we need to do the opposite and get it so that it's 
immediately going to kill us or not or immediately going to freeze us, not cool our body to the point. Yeah, because if you get the water hot enough, it'll obviously just evaporate. But if you have some like object that's hot enough, the second the frog touches, it, it'll die. So it can't hop away. Yeah, so like sure. if you do it slow enough, the human will die. But if you do it fast enough where the human doesn't die, they'll just be in super immense pain and probably want to stop. So that's why you have to do it fast enough where they just can't feel anything. It's got to be like basically immediate. I would say like, or you just sedate them, or that. Like I would say like less than five seconds would probably be like the best time frame. Cause like if it hurts a little bit, fine. But like you're going to the future, you don't care about a little pain. Um, but then what? Ha- what happens if you go like? Five years in the future, right? Mm-hmm. And there's just nothing. Yippee skippy. You what can if, find a frog. What if when you did try time travel, it didn't change your position at all? So you teleported to a time when the Earth was in a different place in its rotational axis. So you were just left in the middle of space. I would say forward time travel that wouldn't happen because your consciousness will just stay with your body, even though it's not active. Oh, you mean like cryosleep? Type. Yeah, yeah. Okay. If there's a different type of future, like for, time travel forward and like, like traveling. like movie time travel. Yeah, then that would happen. But like, the only time travel that we can like think of right now is that obviously, unless there's something like with mar- like with marble, where it's like going into quant- the quantum realm or whatever. Frick, Mm-mm. which I don't think that is going to be possible within our lifetime. Mm-mm. Um. But like back back in time, I'm saying it's going to be faster than the speed of light. Forward in time's got to have something to do with cryosleep if it's going to be possible for us. Um, yeah, that's about it. That cake was delicious. Um, my pickles were pretty good too. Yeah. <laughs> we had a weird uh weird diet. <laughs> um, all right, so so okay, so we have cryosleep to move forward in time. And going faster than the speed of light to go backwards in time. Mm-hmm. So I guess if you're going back faster than the speed of light, you can control that, I guess. Yeah. back Backwards in time is, like, so much more realistic in our timeline lifetime yeah. than forwards in time. Which... Because we, like, we don't even theoretically know how to, like, move. Who wants to go backwards in time? I mean, also, what effect would that have on your body? Probably would your, like, a good amount. Would your body... Like, okay... So, obviously, moving faster than the speed of light, even if you're inside of a pressurized cabin and you're, a, like, a cockpit, not the house. Yeah, I know, way. I know. Wait, um, yeah. If you're inside of a cabin and you're... Wait, when did we get in the woods? <laughs> oh, Jesus. And you're moving forward, even if it's pressurized, like the force that that would have on your body like the g-force that that would have on your body you might have, just kill you you would have to do like a slow acceleration into it because once well, you yeah. once your body gets used to moving at that speed which it wouldn't take super long to get used to moving at the speed that's when you would stop like getting hurt by the g-force but if you like immediately jump uh, to that that would kill you i don't know because <laughs> here's the thing sending astronauts into space already mm-hmm. which isn't moving I mean, all that. Qu- it's moving but fast, it's, it's, but it's, it's, it's accelerating. That's why the G-force hurts. No, I know. And it's going against gravity, which is also bad. If we were to move faster than the speed of light, we'd be in space where there's zero Gs. No, yes, but... Unless somehow we come up with a gravity generator in, a, in the cockpit. Hey, cock. God damn it, Aiden. Um, I mean, I guess that's fair, but I just, like... I don't know. Also, like, 
freezing and unfreezing your body? And how would you like, how would you unfreeze your body? I don't know. It's got like, because it also has to be quick. Once we have the technology to get it down to that temperature and that speed, we'll probably get it to get the temperature up in a controlled manner pretty soon after yeah because then you'd, you'd have to be able to heat up the body enough to get it from going from absolute zero to its average temperature which I'm, is i'm guessing it'll probably have something to do with radiation and that's yeah. how we get it up i don't know about down honestly i feel like a lot of ha- what a lot of it will have to do with is actually pressure and like like creating a vacuum and stuff like that because like a vacuum is really cold but high pressure can be used to create Actually, heat. vacuums don't have temperature. But they can be highly influenced. What? The, the items inside of a vacuum can be highly influenced oh, by yeah, temperature. Yeah. And in the, like, if I were just to have a, va- like a well, yeah, vacuum, because when you're it in a, be when cold. you're in a vacuum, there's nothing that stops, like, thermal radiation or yeah. solar radiation or whatever radiation you want from getting to you it's just going straight there while when we're in air and stuff like that (laughs) it's it's one in the afternoon (laughs) (laughs) um when uh you're like even just like in air you have something to like buffer it yeah well air is actually a really good insulator yeah um it's not as much as like what like our ozone and our atmosphere and stuff which is getting destroyed by co2 Actually, I figured out why that's happening. Like, I didn't quite understand it. Like, I knew it was something. They say the ocean's rising like I give a shit. Um, <laughs> so I didn't originally understand why, like, global warming was happening. I didn't. But I figured it out. It's like, well, like, because we're burning stuff that's releasing CO2. But, yeah. like, do you know where, why that's happening? Because, like. Why we're burning it or why it's keeping the pressure higher or the temperature higher? Because, like. If you think about it, all the CO2 we're burning was already there, right? No. Yeah. It's not so, where it was, though. <laughs> yeah. So what we're doing is we're pulling, like, CO2, CO2 and stuff out of the ground, which has been trapped and, hasn't hurt, and, like, wasn't hurting our atmosphere, which is then going up into the sky and adding extra CO2, which is not good. Aiden is the only person who is dumb enough to not understand global warming before well, I this didn't moment. Think about it. <laughs> I didn't think about it that much. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what's happening, Aiden. <laughs> they're taking carbon from the ground, and they're putting it into smoke, which is going into the ozone layer. So here's what we they're do. They're known as greenhouse gases because here's... they let light in, and then they trap it when it tries to leave. Here's what we do. Heat Every time we breathe out, we breathe into a big plastic bag. So we breathe out the CO2. Yeah. And then we take that big plastic bag and we bury it. Look at me and tell me that wouldn't help a little bit. It wouldn't help. How? It's taking carbon and putting it back in the ground, isn't it? It's also putting plastic in the ground, you freaking moron. We're not talking about destroying the environment. We're talking about global warming. I don't think he knows that making plastic destroys the environment. Okay, fine. Get a big paper bag. Doesn't keep in gas. (laughs) A big beeswax bag. A big metal tank, happy? We're going to have someone hand forge it so it doesn't take up any carbon, too. Um. (laughs) (laughs) How would you hand forge it without using a hammer? 
and some wood. To... How, how would you heat it? Wood. Guess what wood gives, gives off? Well, yeah, but the the carbon from the wood's already here, so we're okay with that. What? <laughs> what? You make no sense. <laughs> Actually, I make dollars. Jesus, fuck. <laughs> All right, well, um, on that note, we're almost out of time, guys. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> I can't listen to your dumb, dumb, dumb. Um, explanation for global warming <laughs> everyone go follow us on our instagram it is one sec i don't remember um our it was weird. Our, it, yeah it's our childhood was weird but it is that's loud uh our underscore childhood underscore was underscore weird no go, capitals no capitals no spaces um go follow us there and if you have any suggestions or want to tell us how awful we are at this go let us know um yeah thanks for listening have a lovely day, ladies and gentlemen. Have a good and, day, guys. And dogs. Ha have a good day, guys. Ciao, ciao, ciao.